Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, world? Young, black, and merry. We are back in your ear. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Come on in. Listen. What's up? What's up? It's Justin here and Ariel, my beautiful, lovely wife. How's everybody doing? Hope you are well. This 2020 quarantine life and all that jazz that's going on in the world we live in today. Yeah, we're in the final quarter of 2020. So we're filming this or shooting this or recording. Um, and we um, hope all of you are well. We we know that you guys have made it through this COVID. We know you guys are closer than ever, more bonded in your relationships and your marriages. And um, yep. Yes. Continue striving for greatness. That's all we want to see and hear. So this is Young, Black and Married, season four, episode three, protect marriages, marriages at, at all costs. Cost. Yes, protect marriages at all costs. And why we want to talk about that today. One, we want to encourage strong marriages. Two, we want to encourage strong relationships and to also entertain and educate or edutain if you will. All right. Our expectations. What are we we expecting today? We are expecting you to be blessed to be blessed to be inspired and encouraged to keep advancing and moving in life as we do the same awesome so you know we've been looking at um who's been listening and it's awesome we have a lot of faithful listeners a lot of you are getting this knowledge that we are sharing and dropping so share this with your friends when you you know play it share it on your socials you know check out our facebook page check out our instagram we're going to be updating and posting and doing a lot more on those places um facebook page is what young black and married young black and married or you can search ybm 901 mm-hmm. or 901 if you're from memphis and the instagram is the same ybm 901 yeah. yes and and emails email us your questions concerns or ideas or just if you want to just say hey um sybm901 at gmail.com give us an email we want to hear from you we've heard from some of you but we want to hear from more people we know you're listening just yeah, hit absolutely. us up or you can send us a message on uh, facebook yeah for sure and also if you are a male that listens to this podcast we saw the percentage breakdown share this with your fellas because we want to see that number and percentage go up in the male category because yeah. we need um black males thinking about marriage in a healthy view and not in a you know derogatory negative view but we we need it up we need we need more male listeners to this podcast yes absolutely we can't stress that enough that is um that is well we're gonna go into it a little bit deeper later on but that is just immensely important um and we feel like we well we know we have great information for you and um good wisdom that god has um imparted into us about this topic so segment one rolling right into it um the segment is titled the importance of marriage all right and we got some like lengthy quotes and scriptures to read but they really um heed and tend to the topic so follow along and stay um stay alert okay so coming out of genesis 2 20 
The man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this is last is this at last is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. That comes out of Genesis 2, 20 through 25. Yes. They shall become one flesh. So our view and our views together on marriage are based upon the Bible. So we have a biblical view of marriage. And we're stressing this because in the times that we are living in, there is a massive plan and agenda, if you will, to change the view of marriage and turn it into something completely different. Yeah. And where we stand is firmly on the Bible. We believe the Bible is the word of God and it's the truth. Absolute truth. So we are, you know, we are unwavering in that, but we stand in love in this position, but it's an unwavering position. Yeah. And just a side note to that, um, just because it's some people may hear this as like, you know, who don't agree with the Bible or what we're saying, they still may hear it as, you know, hate, but that's only because it doesn't agree with your conscience and it's and it's challenging you and your whole idea of, of life. We are we are not here to hate on anybody. No. This is completely what we believe in. We know it as truth. That doesn't mean you're, you know, gumshoe or whatever. Like we don't hate you. But this is just how it is. And this this is how God created the world. And um, yeah, God created man and one woman. There was not two men and a woman, not two women and one man, not two women or two men. There was one man and one woman. And they became one, unifying in sex and further becoming one in that their offspring is like the manifestation of their oneness, you know, in a physical, in a physical form, because, you know, their DNA and everything and, you know, the mannerism, everything that you are and what you look like is from the offspring of the oneness shared between your parents. Yeah. And this is just a quick throw in there um, because People that have some Bible knowledge like to, you know, argue, well, later on, the people in the Bible had multiple wives and this and that. But, you know, there's a rule in the Bible called the law of first mentions or when you're exegeting and breaking down the Bible is that the place that God first mentioned it is how he intended it to be. And when he created the structure of marriage, the covenant right here, he stated in the beginning how it was. It was man and woman bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh becoming one. And even in how we are physically formed, there is, you know, 
physically we join together as one man and woman. So, um, yeah. So we don't believe in marriage between, you know, two people of the same sex or multiple people or animals or people in objects. None of these things are marriages that God honors based upon his word. And so we stand on the word of God. Um, like what Justin was saying, um, this does not mean that because we disagree with this, that we then hate people that do these things. Not at all. There is no hate there. In fact, we love, you know, we love people in the homosexual community. We love people that are choosing, chose to be polyamorous, people that, you know, we love people, but that doesn't take away the mandate that we have that would say repent and line up with the word of God because the word of God is how it's intended. And there's truly the blessings and the favor of God upon his principles and structures, whether you're a Christian or not. So there is no hate. Sometimes people take disagreement as hate because you don't agree with me. You hate me. But that is not the truth. That's not the truth at all. I don't agree with how some people vote. I don't hate them. I don't agree with how some people choose to do a lot of things, but it doesn't equal hate. And um, when the population is silenced and forced to accept a certain agenda, that is a truly a dangerous place to be. And that is a place where our society seems to be taking things. So it takes strong voices to stand up and say, no, like we're, you know, we're not, we're not. And because when those voices are silent, then the whole structure and intention that God intended will go silent. So it takes people being courageous and bold to stand up in love, but to speak the truth because it is what it is, guys. It's very true. And uh, and with this, we, we want we want to leave you all with it, that it is especially professing um, believers in Christ. In the word of God, it is so important to stand and know the word of God, especially when it comes to this matter, because, you know, there's a there's a whole wave of Christians, you know, believing that two men and two women or, you know, multiple women and one man can be married and it's okay, or whatever that we were talking about earlier um if you truly know the word of god if you if 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 you're not just being tossed by the waves to and fro from you know social media and just seeing how other people live and just um taking that as truth and um not really um not basing your decisions and your viewpoints um, on the word of God, you can really find yourself in a in a dangerous place and just just being lost and just being tossed to and fro by the world because the world will tell you anything um, to get you to agree with this agenda. So it's very, very important to stand strong on the word of God. God created man and woman first. And that was it. That was it. So kind of going along with our title, Protect Marriage at All Costs, it, it's kind of showing the things that are coming to attack marriage. And um, you really have to protect it in your own mind, in your own heart, in your view of it. You know, there are already other things that attack marriage. For example, you know, certain 
you know, culture that says, you know, I got these girls on the side. I'm going to do this. I'm going to sow my wild oats. And I do believe that mindset attributes to why our listenership has more females. Um, I think there's a lot of males that are trapped in the mindset of, you know, marriage. No, I'm going to do that when I'm later. I'm going to do that later. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But we we really have to protect it at all costs, put it in its proper place and understand the power with healthy marriages, the power that shows up economically, socially, the power that shows up in the strength of a family structure. Yes. And to not accept what has been shoved down our throats systemically through media to view marriage a certain way, especially in African-American households. It's actually been a structured breakdown of marriage that was intended but you know that's not what this episode's about so we really have to think higher than what's being shoved in our faces yes very correct (laughs) (laughs) it's a heavy topic heavy topic yeah very heavy topic but i mean i'm gonna get into it more later but i mean marriage is marriage is literally is Outside of knowing Christ, growing in your relationship with Christ, and telling others about Christ, which are all I consider one and the same, marriages is literally the most second most important thing in life because the domino effect of marriages transforms not just households, not just neighborhoods, not just cities, states, countries, but the whole entire world. It transforms a whole entire earth and we live on earth and we 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 must protect this this land. We have dominion over this land and um, we the Bible tells us of of a few um, things that are prophesied for the future. But um, we 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 not we Christians, we not we not here to just lay down and just um, be tossed to and fro from from the enemy but we'll get into that more later that's all we got for the first segment (laughs) (laughs) a lot to chew on a lot to chew on it's got to be said though yes all right we love y'all we'll we'll see you in segment two Two. be right back hey ybm listeners it's ariel and i just wanted to let you guys know who is sponsoring this episode today so we have 2020 Sheep Productions. They are an awesome production company based in Memphis, Tennessee, M Town, um, that does, you know, photography and videography. So, couples photo shoots, wedding video and photography, event coverage, music videos, promotional videos, commercials, any of the like. You can hit them up, you can call them and um, see their work at 2020sheep.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Segment two, wisdom word. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, 
so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish as Ephesians 22 through 27. Christ and his church. Christ is referred to as the groom and the church as the bride. God uses the construct that we understand to give us an understanding of what the kingdom of God is like and how the relationships between Jesus and the church is. The 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 ultimate groom, Jesus. So just think about that. Think about think about, you know, even in the in the micro version of things like husbands can relate to this seeing your bride walk down the aisle or knowing that moment is like, oh, she's the one. That's what that's who I'm going to marry or proposing that dearness and that love and that that admiration is just a like a little micro um, insight to how Jesus views the church. Yeah, it's really cool how, you know, God is, you know, he's a spirit. He's so different than us, but he uses these examples that he gave us in the beginning to show what he's doing in the earth. Right. So marriage was before Christ came manifested in the earth, but it's used as an example to represent his interactions between the church and himself. Mm -hmm. So we, the church, are here in the earth currently and we are the bride of Christ and Christ dipped after he resurrected, right? And he he left and went back into the heaven and he's seated in heavenly places next to the father. And he's coming back for the bride, right? So that idea of um, that union actually works better in Jewish marriages because they had a, a structure where the groom would leave and he would come for his wife, right? He would come for the bride. So they're the way that they did their, you know, engagements just mirrored exactly what Christ is doing in a sense of him coming back for the church at an appointed time, which we do not know. And it was the same thing for the brides and some of the, the cultures back then in the Hebrew cultures. And they probably still do it now to where the girl didn't know when her fiance was going to come, but you had to be ready for it. So um, Christ is that example, that groom for us. And also, you know, where it says in the scripture Husbands, basically, love your wives. Wives, submit to your husbands. The church, we submit to Christ. Mm-hmm. He's our Lord. We submit to him. Yeah. And he is the head, right? He's the head, meaning the one that's got the, 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 the rulership or the charge, in a sense. And in marriage, he also says the husband is the head. You know, there's another Bible verse that says there's God the Father, there's Christ, there's the man, and there's a woman, and it's this headship. And sometimes, you know, women I've heard or people say, you know, it's not good to say submit to your husband. But I say Christ himself is in a submitted position to the Father. To the Father. So if Christ himself is in a submitted position, how then can I say I can't be in a submitted position to my husband because, you know, I'm throwing off these shackles of, you know, marriage and. Right. uh, But no, but Christ is submitted and Christ is. The father, you know, he's he's God, but he's submitted. 
Being a submissive wife is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Main The main reason why it's a beautiful thing is because God said to do it. And that you're designed to do that. And you're commanded to do it. And how he designed us, anytime we operate in the way God designed us, things flourish. Especially, you know, of course, according to his word if you follow exactly how how god said that we should fall in order because for you know whatever whatever reasons why submit submitting to your husband has become such a negative connotation like oh i i'm i'm i can be the I can be the head too, uh, you know. My wife, she's a coat. No, like no, <laughs> no, no, a covering, a covering. <laughs> I, I had to grow into her. Not a lid. No, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's not right. Some people may catch that, but um, that's wrong. That's. I mean, I, I'm just literally just gonna keep it there. That's is literally because God said so. What are you gonna do now? There's there is no banter to go back and forth because oh this and this and this and that this and that no God said it in His Word so take take His Word you believe in His Word don't you if you don't believe in His Word then that's a different thing but if you believe in His Word you say you're a believer in Christ you need to follow His Word so one thing that makes me you know I'm a business owner right so I'm the boss I'm the head at my in my business okay and I have people under me. Right. And leadership is a good thing. And nobody goes to a job and tries to say there shouldn't be a boss. You know, you don't go to a basketball game and say there shouldn't be a coach. You don't go to um, any of these things that we see there's a head or a leadership position and we try to overthrow it. It's the same in a marriage. You have multiple units. You have the wife, you got kids. And there should be someone that's like calling, you know, hey, the buck stops here in a sense. And so in removing that position, you create chaos. And, you know, Christ set it up specifically for a certain way. It's the order. It's the order of a household. It works smoothly when things that when people are in order and in place. And everything flows. Everything flows so smoothly. And it just makes me, you know, I say, you know, we don't try to overthrow every CEO and every, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is over Facebook and you got Bezos over Amazon. You got Musk over, you know, Tesla. They're the boss in that situation. Underneath them is the unit and the structure. So in a marriage, it's the husband. And I I think maybe if we would grasp it in that terms, it would be easier, maybe. And also the reason why this thing isn't two women, it's not two men, also relates to here because it's Christ, the leadership role and the church. When you have two men, that's two heads. You don't have it's you don't even have the 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 positions. When you have two women, it's you don't have the positions. And oftentimes when there are um, 
homosexual relations, you relationships, you will see one one partner take on the head role. You'll have one person that is the more masculine and, and the yeah, other one that's the more, more feminine. feminine. You'll have that in, in both male and female homosexual relationships. And I say, why is that? Even in the opposite of what God says, you still see the manifestation of his intention, right? Yes. Which, hey... But everything's everything's just skewed all out of order. Right. So it and you know, Christ, he's coming back, he's a leader, he's the one that calls the shots, the church is working with them and you know, we're doing what he said, and it's a love relationship and he's loving and it's it's beautiful. So we wanted to show again, protect marriages at all costs and showing it another example of, you know, biblical marriage and how it roll how it rolls, how it works and why it works that way. The implications are they go into the spirit. There are different implications than just the natural. Um, and also, when we die and go to heaven, like Jesus answered the question, there won't be giving in marriage and marriages in the spirit. So it's it's a it's a earthly thing that we have now, if that makes sense. Amen. Yes. Um, I hope that was helpful. I hope that was very clear. For everybody, um, just discuss this. We we want we want we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you, um, what you're thinking, what you're learning. Um, we want to hear what you are talking um, amongst your friends, amongst other believers, amongst other curious people. Um, hit us up. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, email us. Um, that's it for segment two. We'll be right back with segment three. What's up, YBM listeners? It's Ariel again, just letting you know another sponsor of this podcast is Right Home Offer. So are you in need of selling your property? If so, Right Home Office will give you a fair cash offer for your property and close quickly. Check out their website at www.righthomeoffers.org. Segment three. Wisdom word, a wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Proverbs 31.10. Mmm, that Proverbs 31 woman. A wife is a noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. That is so true. That is so true. When I think about Ariel, she's worth so much more than rubies. She's, you know, you can't you can't put a price tag on it, even though, you know, I had to fork up some fork up some dough to get that ring to get on that knee. <laughs> but no, for real, like she is completely you know, nothing can compare to what she means to me. Uh, a wife is just so essential. I will step out and say essential to to growth, to really stepping into fully what God has designed us to do, and that's to produce, protect, to shepherd, to disciple. 
um, I'm speaking as men, um, she 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 challenges you. She she pushes you to to grow, pushes you to to love, pushes you to respect. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for her. Um, a wife brings you this this joy this unexplainable joy that you can thank God for every morning um honestly I can go on and on and on but um I say all that to say it's not he who finds an okay thing it's not who you finds a a bae or a girlfriend it's he who finds a good thing um and only the Lord makes things good. Only God can make things good. And God blesses the union of a man and a woman, especially when she's submitting to Christ and to her husband, um, especially if she is going after trying to become a Proverbs 31 woman or walking in that um it is so important men so important because I'm gonna be honest with you before I married my wife I could have been married like honestly five times over okay I could have been married five times over um and technically you're you're, you're not Somebody's not the one until they're walking down the aisle and then y'all say I do and y'all exchange the reins. So with that, I picked I picked my wife because I saw her potential. I saw how serious she was for Christ and I saw that she was a woman and I saw that she was a growing woman. And I saw that she took things took life seriously she t- she took discipleship seriously she took her relationship with Christ seriously she wasn't something that was just so easy that I could have just you know I could have I could have honestly picked somebody else and just been settled and probably not even had this podcast to be honest with you and you know just been okay just living a happy go lucky life life and i could have been passive passively leading and you know all the other stuff but um finding a great woman who can challenge you who's already mature who's already um stepping in her role as a, a woman of a god of god um is so important and um yeah i that's my little sidebar tangent. Um, God's order. God's order comes with blessings, period. Saved or unsaved. Like, the principles work. Bringing up strong communities and families, um, legacy and the next generation. The place for children to be raised are with fathers and mothers. When there are strong families, there are strong communities. 
Yeah, and thank you, baby, for all that kind kind words. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's really so sweet. You're so awesome. Um, yeah, and I, I don't believe, I really don't believe anyone would argue that, you know, a, a wonderful place or I think the best place for children to be raised, the ideal place is with their father and their mother um, or, you know, and that could be what adopted. It could have been a lot of different ways. Um, I know of so many people wounded and traumatized from with father father wounds, fathers weren't present, mothers weren't present, divorce, all of these breakdowns in the family structure that create wounds and trauma in children, especially in those formative years, like seven, zero to seven is like you're, you're being programmed and creating this human. And after seven, you know, studies have shown, you know, you kind of are programmed and you're going to be pretty much what you are at that age. Um, but that trauma that hits you at that young age from having dysfunctional family life, dysfunctional, you know, seeing your parents doing crazy stuff or one of them missing, it just creates wounds and problems in children that really can go on with them for the rest of their life or until they get healing or until they get peace. And I mean, if you're a counselor out there, I know you hear so many stories of people broken down by these family structures that broke down that mm-hmm. create broken people. And when there's broken people, then what do they create? How do you go from a broken person to creating a whole home without the work of doing the healing? And many people don't do that work. So majority of the time they don't. Yeah. So it's like, man, having healthy family structures to create healthy humans to keep can continue and propagate communities and our country and this earth it's you know the the principles work saved or unsaved um the principle of marriage that that statue and and, an organization that god created so that's something the african-american community really has to shed light on they really have to address and we really have to fight and protect marriage at all costs we really have to put a put a front to put it on a pedestal because the things that are put up on pedestals in our community are things that are at adversity and at con like the opposite opposing to what we really need. Um, for example, you got WAP, you got all of this craziness that our young people, you know, our teens and our young women are, are consuming and, you know, I'm going off, but music mm-hmm. is Talk on a it. subconscious level. So that music goes into your subconscious and creates stuff just from you listening and ruminating. It's, yeah. it's pretty much on the level. It's kind of like meditation, but it's we it goes past it. a lot of stuff. So all of this music you're listening to this, you know, these rappers and demeaning women and. And, you know, now, Card- you know, Cardi B's lifted up to this place. But where where is that value of how you possess and carry your body, which is a temple of the living God, if you are a believer? So we've got to put marriage up because our 10, 11, 7 year olds, you know, what are they looking at and what are they seeing? What are they being indoctrinated by? Yeah. Are they seeing a healthy marriage? Can you. OK, so some stats for blacks in 20, I think 2018. It says 60, 69% of kids were born to single moms in the African-American community in 2019. No, this is 2020 Center for Equal Opportunity Issues is where the stat came from. 68%. 
to, to single single families. I believe it was specifically single moms. Where does that come from? It comes from promiscuity and sex outside of marriage. Because if you're not having sex, you're not getting pregnant. So now we got to address sexual habits. Now we have to address things that we don't want to address. And this is actually studied that for men, for men to actually abstain from sex at certain periods in their life, it enables them to have energy to propel and create. Um, So, you know, those, you know, what, 16 to 28 when guys are just trying to get some, if they actually would abstain and keep within themselves that sexual energy, they would have more energy to go and create and dominate and take take on and, and build a vision that then the vision they're creating in those early years, they can bring along a wife and, and create a vision together. We're going to have a later episode about how the vision in marriages don't get to be fulfilled because you you stay in the stage of fighting all the time. But right. Um, so it's, it's, it goes, it, it's really an attack on marriage and we really have to address it because along with the 68% of kids born to single moms comes poverty because there's a one family structure with kids. And, you know, all you have to do is look up the stats to that. Um, the stats are insane for the poverty lines when it comes to single moms and dads and kids. Poverty just shoots up. It's stabilizing two incomes, you know, to marriage comes with benefits saved or unsaved. And we've got to put a stop to some cycles. We've got to stand. We've got to do the difficult thing. We've got to discipline our own bodies. Um, we've got to discipline our own bodies. I say that again. Discipline. And we have to discipline our own minds to not consume some of the things that we are consuming. Yes. Because, you know, you can't consume. I'm just going to I'm just going to really throw that song under the bus. I haven't even listened to it. I just read the lyrics and I was like, whoa, you know, because I didn't want to put it in my ear gates. I didn't want to I didn't want to watch the video, but I read the lyrics to that WAP song. You can't consume that and then expect to produce out of yourself Oh, I'm going to be a great woman. I'm going to be a great mother. I'm going to be a great wife. And this is what I meditate on all the time. Mm. You can't, it, it, you, that's what you're eating. You're eating the things that you consume. And on Sunday, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get right with God and I'm going to take communion. But Saturday night, I was in the club listening to WAP. I mean, we're going to have an episode later on about ear gates and eye gates because I, I, I have so much, well, we both have so much strong opinions about that. But you can't, you just can't feed on, I mean, whether it's that song or looking at certain things, like watching things, watching, watch what you watch and what you listen to, listen to, I mean, subconsciously, you pick up so much stuff and in your spirit, in your spirit, man, you just... You, you pick up the the spirits that's operating behind what you're watching or listening to mm-hmm. subconsciously. You don't even know it. Even if you do in your mind, you want to do better or, hey, I, I need to start going to church or I need to get right with God, etc. Or further my relationship with Christ. You, you're, you're constantly stifling yourself. It's like you, you, you're constantly kind of taking like small steps backwards every single time you 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 do that because our 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 bodies and our minds our temple was not meant to consume that stuff and try to you know consume consume that stuff on such a high level and try to um advance and and further our relationship with god 
but we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into that later on in another yeah. episode absolutely um so it's it's um it's vital it's important it's all of these things are attack on marriage right and protect marriage at all costs even the media aspect is attack on it and and so basically we wanted to show that the breakdown in marriage shows up in communities and it shows up in a way that affects generations and to take back generations we are going to have to address number one our spiritual mind our spiritual self and getting centered with christ and in a relationship with him accepting him as our savior and then taking back the family structure and bringing it under the obedience of the word of god which comes with blessings and to put the things of of god and to put holy things up and to put the emphasis and let people see holy things and those things that are, you know, degrading and, and just really focusing on your lower self to just not, not elevate that. But the thing that the world does is it causes you to idolize people that contribute to the breakdown of family, marriage, and ultimately moral decline. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, because it, that's what the enemy's doing. <laughs> yep. And when it's in the world and it's so popular and so trendy, it's easier for, um, you know, the voice of people who don't believe the Bible is truth or um, what we're talking about is truth. Um, it's easier for them to, to to sound better and to have a louder pedestal because they agree with all the trash that is on TV. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I, I completely agree. Yeah, se- yeah, sexual immorality is just, I mean, that's, like we were saying earlier, it's, that's the the huge domino effect in itself. Having sex out of marriage, you like, you know, unprotected sex and, well, sex outside of marriage. And you get all these single mothers. Honestly, guys, single, seeing so many single mother pictures without without like the husband like not tragically dying or like an understandable divorce like that just it's like it's it's so daunting it's like it's such a sad thing that's a real pandemic that's a real pandemic what's what's the what's the face mask version for that for that because that that has been not just all 2020 that's been like the past i don't know 20 years like what what's our what's our response for that because that is that is literally annihilating our community and that is literally annihilating the the black family because i the what's the percentage 68 68 and i think that's even higher in some you know cities i think i think i seen a stat about memphis being like 77 percent it's like man, seventy-seven percent of the kids, are, the kids, babies are like single, just with a mom. And, and especially you, and, when you see what we talked about in this second segment, that the the head is the man, like Christ is the head of the church, right? And that leadership role. So when you even think about it in that light, you're like, oh, these are headless entities, right? Open for attack, right? Headless, and and it's and decapitated and family like, structures. And then another, you know, another part of the missing seesaw partner, you, you have you don't have no balance in the discipline of the of the child, because especially you see all these young kids, you see all these 
young people shooting up places or, you know, going to jail, robbing, stealing all this. I guarantee you, I want to see the stats on that. I guarantee you 98.9% of them have single family homes. They don't know their dad or like they don't have a relationship. Not not a, you know, middle, lower middle class, two parent home. It just it just doesn't work out that way. Because there's actually a, a disciplined head in the union of marriage to put that in check, to 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 slow that young man down, to steer that young man in the correct direction other than robbing and stealing. So as we're speaking, I'm becoming aware that we are talking to um, a young guy that's kind of like, OK, I'm. I'm kind of like, um, what do they call them? Where it's just like, you know, I'm just jumping from girl to girl. I'm just. Yeah, a player. or Yeah, there's there's that guy that becomes aware of that. So it, you might be thinking, OK, what do I do? You know, I think the first thing I would say is, where is your walk with Christ? Um, if you are not in right standing with Christ, we don't expect you to be in right standing in other areas, you know. So, you know, accept Christ as your savior, repent of your sins and give your life to him and allow him to be Lord of your life, right? And with that comes the, you know, the spirit of God and also the power to live a certain way, right? And then it's repenting of those sins and confessing, coming out of agreement with lust, coming out of agreement with perversion, coming out of agreement with these things that you've accepted in life and come, I don't agree with this anymore. I agree with with what God said. Um, With, you know, some of these verses we quoted, you know, about how things work, I agree with what God said. I'm going to live life like the word of God says. And then that comes the healing, the growth and the maturing, you know, and then, you know, one day come up to the point, okay, I want a wife. Look to the word and what it says, get godly men, godly counsel in your life and grow. And, you know, we're also speaking to that woman. We in no way want to sound like we are putting people down or putting single moms down. We want to address the situation and not, shame or or put negative anything on the people in it because you know sin is one of those things that it can grab you and and then it just has you and so you know if you are in that situation you know we love you you know just because you might be a single mom doesn't mean your kids are destined to fail oh no no you know the same thing for you is christ lord of your life you know submit to him accept him as your savior you know and ask him hey god Christ, cover my children. I don't have a husband. You cover me and cover my children and let Christ cover you, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that doesn't mean your future of your children is is, is over. Um, it's just an unfortunate disadvantage, but God can, can make that situation definitely whole. Yeah. For a hundred and ten percent fact. I mean, I've seen it. There's many testimonies, many stories. As many stories that I've have friends like that. But um, the numbers don't lie. And the eye test doesn't lie. Then the news doesn't. Well, the news does lie. But obviously we see it on the news that that is the vast majority of of all the ills and mess that's going on in the world is. You can't turn a blind eye to the reality, even if you are in that reality. It's, it's, it's ownership and accepting and that repentant place. You know, I turn from this. I don't want to do this anymore. You have the choice of whether you're going to have more kids in that place 
or, you know, follow Christ, get connected to a church, you know, put godly men around your kids, godly men, you know, have the discernment of the Lord Um, and to stop the cycle. Because oftentimes women in this these positions will continue bringing boyfriends in and that can lead to so many other things, having unrelated men around your female kids and so much that, you know, we could go into that. But that's some another topic, you know, get connected to a church, grow, heal, deliverance and um, move forward. Raise your kids in God and, you know, believe for a spouse. It's, you know, we we are here and we very much so want to be a support for people in situations. Absolutely. And we want to catch young people before they even enter into relationships and marriage and say, Hey, there's another way. I I mean, I would love to catch, you know, 17, 18 year olds and, and, and to, you know, teach the word of God and train them up in a place and, and for them to see, Hey, let me be a godly woman. Let me be a godly wife, a godly mom. Let me fulfill my purpose in the earth and not in, in, I don't want to get caught up into the world system of WAP culture. I'm, I'm just bringing that up because that's what's in the, that's what's out right now, you know? Right. So. Yes. Protect marriage at, at all costs. costs. <laughs> at all costs. It's so important. Yeah. We might run this back. We might run this back <laughs> later on yeah. and bring some more points to you guys because this is just immensely important. I mean, just why we got the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why um so yeah we 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 hope that was helpful um we, we thank you for listening we thank you for your all your support um we love you we want we want you to succeed in life we want you to succeed um in your marriage we want you to thrive and um be um great examples to others and um your children and your children's children and um we thank you and we, we we thank god for you thank you for listening so um we love you guys we love you um just hit us up please we want to hear from you we want to hear your thoughts um we we know you check it out we thank you for listening um send us a message email us you got it all right we'll talk to you soon appreciate it everybody <laughs>